Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am joined, as always, by Aaron Larsoul. Mere minutes before we started recording, LeBron James announced on Twitter that he is out for the season officially. See y'all in the fall. King emoji, peace emoji. Oh, there's a, a hand slap to the face emoji as well. Um, and he uh, he's partaking in April Fool's, I would imagine. Like, this is the kind of thing that you would... I don't think LeBron would tweet about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if this was actually the deal. Um, this, is, my question, this is so corny to me. Well, that, that's, that's where I wanted to ask you. Like, this is the first year that I really recall or really noticed the amount of people who seem to legit hate April Fool's. It's this. So are you, yeah, are you one of the, those people? Kind of. Yeah. 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 I just don't really get it. I just think it's corny for like, yeah. Like Edelman did his little fake. He was signing with, uh, with the bucks to go play with uh, Tom Brady. I just think mm -hmm. it's corny. I don't, I don't. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. But it's just, yeah. I don't know, it just seems, it's kind of corny to me. I don't know. It's really rare that the April no, Fool's Woj, show... Here's the Woj bomb. He's like, yeah. he, his quote tweeted said, in parentheses, it's April 1st. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know Woj, thanks. <laughs> um, well, he did, he's like, there are some accounts on there. Like my favorite account, and I, I, I say that ironically, sarcastically, my favorite account is uh, on Twitter is this account called NBA Retweet. And I laugh that it's called NBA retweet because they never retweet. They just, they do the, they do the report and then, and then they give credit and then they move on, but they don't retweet anything. Right. Um, and like, whoa, just one of those like, uh, accounts that is incapable of just hitting the retweet button. But anyway, um, I, Wait yeah, a my second. problem with it. Okay. Okay. Now it's less corny. Now I've, now I find it kind of, uh, now see now because <laughs> Orem fell for it. <laughs> Orem fell for um, LeBron. So now all right, fine. Now 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 I'm kinda into it. <laughs> shout I, out to I Orem. guess always angry Orem, I call him. Shout out shout out to Orem, but that's funny. I, I guess my problem with like April Fool's though is that like it's it's really rare that you see an April Fool's joke come across your timeline or something like that, and it's not obviously an April Fool's joke. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> apparently, like apparently you're smarter at this sort of thing and better than than Orem because <laughs> he is now <laughs> having to backpedal <laughs> all over Twitter, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I oh, guess, I'm giving I him all just, kinds of shit at the game tonight. I am just on be, Orem's head tonight. Just be clever. Like when, with with the with the April Fool. just like this is generally like this was my problem with the Chris Rock Will Smith thing. It was a shitty joke. It was a bad joke. Yeah. He should have been slapped, not because like of, of like of whatever, but because he told a terrible joke. Look, like man. I, <laughs> no, see, I don't, I don't mind if Will wants, I, it was just, it was like all performative to me from Will. Yeah. Like, I don't care if he wants to defend his wife. Fine. Are we you going know, here? Like a joke? Yeah. Are we going I guess there? So. Do, do you, do you want to talk? We could talk about it. I think it. we should. I think we should. I have up. been waiting all week for your thoughts on this because you're the same guy who stood up in preparation to go confront Shaq. Yeah, I'm defending my boy. Yeah, right. You're, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and I so also like, like, yeah. So I don't. Uh, but that was like, I thought there was going to be an actual fight. So here we uh -huh. are. I, I have a lot of thoughts on this. First of all, Chris Rock. Like the joke. It was a bad joke. joke. Whatever. Whatever. Like it's 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 not even that. It's not even really funny. But. Like, I'm not getting slapped on national TV. 
especially when I see a dude. So I don't, uh, when I go somewhere, if I go to a restaurant or whatever, I never sit with my back to the door because I need to be aware of everything that's happening around me. And I like to see people coming and going and what they're doing. That's kind of, you, that's where I sit. Like, like if Jen and I go out to eat, I usually like to face the door. I like to be yes, able to see. I don't, I will not put my back to the door. I don't care yeah. if I have to like wait for another table. I will not sit with my back to the door. Yeah. So you are not walking up a hundred feet. After I tell a joke about your family member, you ain't finna walk up a hundred feet and slap me on TV. I'm going to be ready for you. If I watch <laughs> you walk up now, if for whatever reason, he does come up on me and slap me. I'm looking away or doing something else. And this dude walks up and slaps me. I am dog walking your ass all over that stage. I am beating the <laughs> shit out of you on TV. I don't care. You're not slapping me on TV. That's some Chris bullshit. Rock is not now, beating the shit out of Will Smith, dude. Well, guess what? But that's that's why Will felt so comfortable walking up on him. If that was somebody else, like, if that was the rock part or the... something instead of Chris Rock, he ain't doing that. But that's that's, that's part I, of the math. That's part of the math that small people need to do when they say dumb shit. Hey, but you know what though? If I'm Chris Rock, like Will Smith ain't no fucking tough guy. If I'm if I'm Chris Rock, tougher than Chris Rock. Look, you might. You Although might that get jaw me. was impressive. That jaw, <laughs> <laughs> right? That was no glass Joe from the yeah. <laughs> Although the I, wow look, after was like, oh wow, like you might just... <laughs> his, his his chin was his cheek and chin must have been sizzling too. Yeah, if, look, if you do that to me on TV, well, first of all, if you do that to me at all, if you slap me at yeah. all, look, yeah, that's my pet peeve. I, I don't I like getting get you, slapped in the or face. you might get me, but I will promise you one thing: we're gonna find out. Yeah, I'm beating the shit out of Will Smith. Will Smith is not a tough guy. I'm beating the shit out of Will Smith on national TV. So, but it the, my problem it's with Muhammad it, Ali. Was it? Yeah, yeah. You can act. You can act like whatever you <laughs> the want. The champ is here. It's performative. If you really have a problem with it, you're a grown man. Yeah. You don't want. I don't backstage. need you hijacking the whole show. Yeah. If you got something you want to say, go find him afterwards in the back yeah. on the street, whatever, and have the have your conversation. Don't go up and slap a man on TV. That's no. I'm not with that. All right. You know where 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 I agree with most of that. The part of the discourse that I have hated the most is like, oh my God, that was assault. Like, no, a guy got slapped. The guy got smacked for saying something dumb. Like, I grew up in a time where if you said something dumb and you were the smaller person, you had a fear for the fact that you might get smacked. Like, that's just yeah. how, that's just, that's, that's just, that was Darwinism. Yeah. At some, at some yeah. point, at some point with Twitter, we just like, you're allowed to say what you want. You can make a bad joke. And like the other part of this that I didn't, I, I, no, it was you can part say of the conversation. You want. Go for it. Go for it. Say whatever yeah, you want. Yeah. Fuck around however, and find out though. However, <laughs> like now also all, like all of this can be true at the same time. Also, Will doesn't need to go march up there on national TV and smack a guy on national TV. Like if Will has that big a problem with it, you can kind of giggle it off. And then meet the guy backstage and say, "Hey, Correct. man!" Like, especially, especially if they're like, if they're friendly, which 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 it appears they are. Like, if you guys are friendly, then reach out and say, "Like, hey, man!" Like, it's performance. I don't she's, care. I don't care if you want to put hands on him. She's she's clearly like, you know, she has she she's been uh, battling alopecia apparently, and and like this is something that she's yeah. really kind of uh, cognizant and and, and uh, sensitive about. I thought the crowd reaction to the first joke was pretty telling because that like when, when he said, cause 
you always know when a, when a when a comedian tells a bad joke and everybody reacts to it, the and he goes of, like, uh, "Oh, come on, yeah, oh, come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah," and he goes, "Oh, come on, that was a nice one," was what he said, right? In the in the in like the moments before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like that 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 tells me enough people there were kind of aware of like, "Hey, man, like, why are you going there?" And if they're friendly, that he should definitely know not to go there. And if sure. they're friendly, then then if they're friendly, then after the fact, Will needs to go up and be like, "Hey, man, what the fuck?" Like this yeah, is like you could ass. you could comment care. on me. Right. Or beat his ass. All of that. I don't care. That's in bounds as far as I'm right. concerned. Right. You talk about my family. I don't like it. I'm putting hands on you. That's fine. I just yeah. didn't like the performative part of it. However, in Chris Rock's defense, I don't know how close he and Will are. I don't know if, yeah. how he knows Jade. Whatever. Like, I don't think it is also like within the purview of all of us to like expect the a comedian to know everybody's medical history in the audience. Right. Like, fine. Whatever. Like, maybe he didn't know. Maybe he thought that was a fashion Maybe, a style. If they're choice. friendly, I find it hard to believe. Hey, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. But like yeah. you're a comic. This is what happens. I think it is inbounds to make fun of people. I find it distasteful to make fun of people's like medical Appearance. stuff. <laughs> I find that distasteful. Yeah. But yeah. he's a comedian. And largely that is what comedians do. Right. I don't know what he knew about like that's kind of getting in the weeds, right? What do we expect him to know about everybody in the audience or Jada or whatever? He told a joke. The joke was stupid. If Will yeah. had a problem with it, he should have met him. He should have met him backstage and had whatever conversation or altercation he felt was necessary. I'm mostly on team Chris Rock in this. Yeah, I mean, like... Mostly. I guess I'm not really on a team. Like, yeah, neither I just, one of them I... looks particularly good. Yeah, like I, I like if if there's a team that I'm on here, it's like reminding people, hey, if you say something dumb enough, you are occasionally going to get smacked. Like, yeah, that's something that we need to remember in yeah. society. I the way that people talk to me on Twitter sometimes, it's like, man, if we if we were in person, I guarantee you wouldn't be saying this. And I'm not saying that as if like I'm some I'm five ten two twenty something, and and like I'm not I'm not intimidating. I'm most I mostly look like a big ass teddy bear. Um, but like, I guarantee there are people who are, who are talking super duper tough on Twitter who are five, three, one who wouldn't say a lot of the shit that, that, that shows up in my mentions and probably like, not. When, and when, when Chris rock, who is like, I think he's probably like five, eight, probably like, you know, high one hundreds. I don't think he's, he's not a big guy. No, he's a little so dude. If he, if he, if he says something. And at some point over the course of his life, he forgot, hey, yeah, I'm a small guy. And I say something about somebody's significant other. It, occasionally, it's going to result in the reminder of like where I stand on the totem pole of the physical yes. abilities. in the Well, world. you know, what's, what's interesting, <laughs> this is true. This is true of Chris Rock specifically. But I think it's true for lots of comics that their their humor, the reason that they're so funny is often and they've developed this is often as a coping mechanism for some people for a lot of comedians it's like real like childhood trauma and darkness yeah. and it's what they mm -hmm. use to yeah kind of comedy comes from a dark place off. yeah but there's another part of it which is in chris's case i've heard that because he's so small he used it as a coping mechanism for not getting his ass beat in mm -hmm. when he was a kid right it was like oh if i can make these guys laugh and they'll like I won't me. get my ass kicked. Yeah. I won't get my ass kicked because I'm uh -huh. so small all the time. So uh, he should have he should have remembered, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
you can say but there's also like a celebrity part of this true right like yeah. that detaches you from reality and you think you can get away with more than you actually can because if it was another person right if it was me or you that walked up on stage at the oscars and slapped somebody we would have been taken be away in handcuffs yeah so i think there's a detachment from reality for will too with a with a lack of yeah. of consequence you, you know what other part of this that i i and i promise we're gonna get to lakers look there's, there's well there, you know what this is you know what here we can tie it this is this is it's similar to you know you say things fuck around and find out when you're in this like in this stage right in this place that everyone is viewed in mm -hmm. this kind of zoo environment it's kind of similar to all of these fans courtside or even yeah. like you know in parking lots thinking they can say whatever they want to all of these athletes because nothing will happen to them see look i just connected it see look at this look at this you're learning you're you're you're, yeah. you're learning the ways um no but my last little bit on this like one thing that i was kind of sur like surprised hasn't really come up much i kind of wonder if will knew that he was about to win and mm -hmm. like like i would imagine of course he, he did. did of course so he did. so that's he's why like, he was that's why he was sitting there Right. So like he's he knows he's about to win and this is going to be like this culmination of this crazy career and all of this stuff. And I wonder if like a part of him in that moment was finally like, no, you guys don't get to fuck with me anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. what like, are they going to do? They're going to remove him. Right. Right. After he, right. Like, I, it, like, I kind of wonder if it was just like, you know, I'm standing on top of the world. Like, I, I like the line that Denzel apparently gave him. Where he was like, the devil comes for you at the top. Yeah. When you you're, know? In your in your highest moments or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, it, you know, and that's and that's that's I, I, I can, you know, I don't know how many times I, I, I get self-destructive when good things are happening for me. I just I look for some way somehow to kind of screw it up. And I felt like Will in that moment was like, ha. I've made it. You can't do Wait, what are you saying about my wife? And then he kind of laughed initially. And then he saw, I think, Jada's response to it. And he was like, all right, nope, no more of this. And all of the other stuff comes up. All yeah. of the, 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 yeah, the oh, stuff yeah. through, of their private going life. Through some stuff. Yeah, like all yeah. of the other stuff comes up. And he's just like, no, this is my moment. You don't get to, this is going to be on my terms. What am I doing? Why am I walking here? Oh, my God. I just slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> I gotta figure this shit out. By the way, I love how the hook has now turned into a pop culture podcast. <laughs> yeah, basketball season. You know what? You know, this is dude. What I have legit wanted season. to talk to you about this all week. I'm not even kidding. So we have like we're gonna talk about LeBron and AD this is coming what we back. Do. No, this is what we're gonna. This is what we're, how we're gonna keep the show going in the off season. It's just gonna <laughs> turn into a pop culture. Podcast. Yeah, in like a week, it's just gonna be us breaking down Will Smith and Chris Rock again. Um, <laughs> Did you see the technique on the slap? The hip turn, dude. <laughs> Look, he was he was ready to line up number two if he needed to, is all I'm saying. He had the one, and then he had his fist up here just in case Chris Rock, um, you know, was like Keanu Reeves or something. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I have been legit. This. Let's see. I, I've, been, I've been really excited to talk to you about this more than anything else in the world all week. <laughs> I was gonna ask if we could move the hook up to Monday so that you could I could just talk talk about Oscar, it the day Oscar, after. Re, Oscar reaction. <laughs> I've literally not seen a a movie that came out in well, I guess so. This is for 2021. I literally have seen zero of the movies that came out. No movie that was released in 2021 have I seen. Oh uh, well, I, I well, 2021 is a little different. I don't think well, I saw any for, of the right? nominees. I don't think I saw I don't any think of I saw like a the single movie that was released. Well. Uh, no, I, I definitely Heart of they did. Fall. Was Heart, did. Heart of They Fall, was that released in 2021? 
Yeah. The Heart of the yeah. Ball. Yeah. Okay. I watched that. That was, that, that was, was good. I did. Yeah. I watched that. That but, was very uh, good. That's another that movie. Literally the only one. That's another did it movie. Win anything? Where... Was it nominated? Did it win anything? I don't think so. I, don't I think hate so, award show. But I hate award me show. Me too. They're, they're also, they, honestly, the slap was the best part of the award show. Like everybody's like, oh, what does it mean that every year they're talking about things that aren't the award shows? It's like, it, it means that the award show sucks. You're not making Correct. some original point. <laughs> Correct. Is LeBron gonna um, is is LeBron gonna win? Uh, is he, he got a Razzie? Is he gonna be first team All NBA? Is he gonna? I don't. I don't think so. I don't probably think he second. Can. Probably second. Probably second. No. I, I think you have. But to, he'll you, win an award. You should have. You should have to make the playoffs to to be on the first mm-hmm. team. Maybe second. Like second, mm-hmm. I could get away. I could see it. But mm-hmm. he better. Not I don't. I think it's more. I think it's more of a games played question because. All NBA, even more so than than MVP, I think All NBA is very much a, an individual award. Or um, I think I think individual success matters more to All NBA than it does to MVP as, as it relates to team success. Um, so I think it's a question of games played for LeBron more so than than uh, the success or lack but like in, of individually i don't think i don't think he's had a top five season in the nba like in, even individually if you if you take it away like it like I, he's gonna he's gonna lead the league in scoring cool like fantastic <laughs> well it doesn't he matter probably, because he's not he's, it doesn't matter because his season's over he's he's officially ruled himself out for the rest of the season he's so pro- it doesn't really matter. he's probably he's probably like up there amongst like players or, or players who've had most points scored against him right like his guy has his averaged um, about as many points as any point Here in his career. Go. Here you go. <laughs> He's coming you know back what? tonight. That's what, that we should, that's what we should do. Instead okay. of just points scored, it should be net points scored. So, like, how yep. many points are you scoring and then how many points are you giving up? <laughs> so, I actually, I actually really like that. The problem is, and this is like a, yeah, it's not, it's not like a meta point. discussion about yeah the NBA and how we watch the NBA and, and the analytics of the NBA is we still haven't figured out ways like accurate and effective ways to measure defense. Like we have offense. Um, yeah. Like, so all of the defensive rating metrics and all of the, you know, the Raptors and all of that kind of stuff. And there is a, there is a catch all rating called LeBron, like all of those, do not do we we haven't figured a good way uh, we have not figured out a way to quantify defense in the nba as as and and have metrics and statistics for that as effectively as offense so like do you count like i think net points is a good thing but is it like if a guy scores that lebron started the possession guarding or is it that he gets mm. switched on to somebody else and that's like the closest person or just make is it, it just make whoever's it... closest whenever yeah, a who... shot goes up like... were you were you the closest when a shot goes up when a shot went up you know and then it like the problem there is that it's going to pen- penalize the guys who are defending the basket and and all of yeah, that yeah this is why like... this is why it's difficult scheme matters yeah. right well like, and, and the other thing too with like, like if, you're, if you're in a drop coverage right if, if lebron is guarding somebody and in this case dwight or ad is in a drop coverage on the switch or on the screen rather, and AD drops back, right? And some dude makes a shot from five feet away from AD because it was a guy you wanna you wanna drop against. Is that on AD? Is that on LeBron? Is that on yeah. the scheme? Like that's what it's designed to give up. Yeah. No, I mean I like I said, well, like the 
the issue also with defense and quantifying defense is that there's so much that's beyond every player on the court's control. Like mm-hmm. on offense, for the most part, you're in control of did the team get a good shot? You know, you, you are you are in command of where the ball winds up for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. Some guys are better at getting to their spots than others, clearly. Yes, they are. Um, but, but like at the end of the day, the offense is proactive and the defensive is is responsive. And if you're responsive, you could make the right response and some guy can trip, fart, throw the ball up. Like, did you see Brandon Ingram's like heave at half court, right? Yeah. Where he just like, he like kind of slipped, lost the ball a little bit, caught it, fired it up. And it's, and like. By our standard, right? If we're just counting closest person standing next to him, it's some poor jackass who's right. just, like, who's well, just yeah. like wandering over, you know. And like, but like, that's that's I think like, when I when I see people talk about defensive statistics and they try to use stats as to, to like make the point that so and so is better on defense than another, I usually just turn that uh, conversation off. I usually yeah, just say they like, don't know what they're ta- because they don't know what they're talking about. And yeah, and, like, I, yeah. I usually just kind of say like, well, okay, that's what the stats say, but like, it, explain the stat, explain, but explain unless, why you think that the, why we're getting that st- statistic, uh, statistical response. Like what, so why cannot, explain how that, how that result is playing out. You And you exactly, because you have to know th- there's, you need context because you have to know what the coverage is and what yeah. defense you can't, you have to give something up. You can't, yeah. you can't stop everything. So defense in the NBA is about choosing the least of the evils, right? Trying to get the offense to do whatever it is you are trying to get them to do because you can't stop everything. So you have to try to, you have to try to like funnel to something. And if that's the scheme and it works, right? The offense still makes shots because these guys are incredible. Then you may have played fine defense, right? You're still, you can, you can, you can play good defense in the NBA and give up 120 points because what you are trying to get the offense to do that day, they just happen to kick your ass doing it. Yeah. And that's nobody's Mm -hmm. fault, right? So I don't know who you blame for that. The other part of it is, defense is much more dependent on scheme and on teammate. You can yeah. have somebody who completely fucks up on offense and still get a bucket, right? Yeah. Like your offense can, yeah, still we've seen work. it all year with Russ, but defense, if one person fails, the whole thing fails again. Sometimes, we've seen sometimes you see, but, but like sometimes <laughs> yeah. you see Russ wandering around and not paying attention and yeah. it's Russ's guy that gets the bucket. But Russ can wander around and not pay attention, and that leads to critical failures yeah. elsewhere. So mm-hmm. is that because because LeBron has to go shade a little bit more because Russ is wandering around and not paying attention, and then that means LeBron guys get a bucket? Is Does that go on LeBron's record? That's why like we still we just haven't figured out how to quantify defense yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think we ever will. I, I just I think I think that's I think that's very possible. I I think it's just going to be one of those topics that because the other thing too, like just like just like we just talked about in a general sense that uh, offense is proactive, defense is responsive. Well, offense is continually uh, evolving, 
And that means a defense is therefore continually evolving. And if we can't, if we can't define defense in its current state right now, what happens when it evolves? Like, what, what, yeah. what happens with the, with the, with what you're attempting to do on defense as that evolves and maybe something like, I remember at one point, um, so I think it was the, the year that the Lakers won the championship against Orlando. Um, that was the first year that I think as a team collectively, they really kind of focused on running guys uh, off the three point line. 2008. Yeah. That they really, they, that they really like focused on yeah, trying to get the was, other team. Because it was Dwight. They, they were the first, they were like the first one. It was Dwight and like four, four shooters. guys. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I remember, you know, before then, basically my entire life before then it was like, don't give up baseline. Don't give up middle. Like don't get, don't let guys get straight line. And you still don't want to give up straight line drives to the basket, but the priority became don't give up wide open three pointers. And especially from the corners, don't like, like that's gotta be a, a, a top, uh, scale priority. And that year, and I believe the year, the next year, um, when they beat Boston, they were very successful at doing those things. And then the year that they got their ass kicked by Dallas, they were not successful at doing those things because the ball started moving faster and the sports started evolving. And, and you started to see that, that even while the Lakers were kind of sort of ahead of the curve, I think a little bit on that, uh, just defensively in terms of approach, we still saw the offense evolve that much faster and it just becomes that much harder to, to define. And the other thing too, is there's a shit like your best three point shooters are, are shooting third, like 40% from three point range. It means they're still, if they're, if they're, you know, wide open, they're still missing half of the shots that they're attempting. So like you could try to run people off of the, off of the three point, you could focus on, on limiting, uh, the type of opportunities you give up from three point range. But even if you, even if you aren't successful at that, you might just run into enough cold shooting teams that you look great on that end, even though it's not anything that you actually did. Correct. <laughs> so yeah, I. I, I, I kind of needle LeBron when it comes to his defense. And, and this year, like, he, he has been, especially second half of the year. Like, he's been bad defense. LeBron has run hot and cold on his defense this <laughs> At year, the very be beginning, when he, was playing, when he was playing center, at the very beginning of it, I thought he was working his ass off. But that's that was never sustainable. And I don't think even he thought it was going to be sustainable. He was only doing that until AD came back the first time. Then AD goes down again, and LeBron's just kind of like, I can't, I can't do that for the entirety of the second half of the year. That's not happening. Right. I don't know what you want from me. But. I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the pointing defense where like my guy rotates to the corner or uh, Herb Jones rotates to the corner and he hits a wide open three. And I point at the person, whoever's closest to me and say like, what the hell you were supposed to, the pointing defense is, is, has been his technique. This, and that's like everybody on the team, Russ, Russ's defense this year has just been the squirrel defense where he's in position. He sees a squirrel and he runs in the opposite direction. <laughs> this is my first official Hennessy is delicious of, of today's episode. Um, all right. We, while we're on the topic of LeBron, uh, he and AD are coming back despite LeBron's April Fool's joke that he just, that he got Bill Oram with. Um, they are coming back tonight against the New Orleans. Well, wait, Pelican. wait, wait. AD is coming back tonight. LeBron, I anticipate and I expect yeah. him to come back tonight, I, but not official yet, but I yeah. would be surprised if LeBron doesn't play tonight. Um, I'm going to treat it as if he is playing. I think uh, he's going to play, but it's yeah. not official yet. So what are your expectations if they both suit up? Like, are you... A tonight Lakers, or in a macro sense? 
Uh, well, we'll I mean, it's both. only we'll start, a handful we'll start, of games left. We'll start so. micro. We'll start micro. Like, do you think we'll see 75% of both of those guys? Yeah, I think we see more than that. Yeah. Okay. Um, if they're both, if they're both, if they are both there, I mean, and because look, like AD has been out a hot minute, but when he came back from what was, it was his knee last time, he looked even better than he had before yeah, at the beginning shape. of the year. Yeah, he looked, I mean, he looked great. So I think, I don't know if it's fair to expect this, but certainly the hope is that you get that AD back and combine it with the LeBron that we've seen. Cause LeBron is, you know, it's just been a couple games that he's been out and LeBron is an alien and like, I don't know. What is it? What does Wolverine have the bones or whatever that he has like the super healing, whatever it is. Um, so if LeBron can continue on that trajectory that he was on and obviously winning the scoring title matters to him. And if he can continue that kind of terror on the offensive end and AD looks like AD defensively, it's a completely different team. Um, and this one, I mean, look, this one matters. <laughs> like this one really matters tonight uh, yeah. for, for playing aspirations and, and playing slotting. This one really matters. And if the Lakers want a chance to host the Pelicans in the play-in game, the first, their first play-in game, you have to win tonight plainly. And, um, so I expect I expect both of them to play a lot and look really good tonight because you have to have this one. So yeah. um, and then in a macro sense, um, we'll talk about this later as far as like playoff chances and title contenders and all of that. Like this is why anyone would give the Lakers a puncher's chance to do anything is because those two guys are so special and fit incredibly well together. Mm -hmm. um that you know <laughs> Harrison makes a joke you know uh, in the slack but then also on Twitter you know the season starts whenever and it's been this cascade of all of these events um that say okay now well we got to put the season on but now the season really starts when so and so and the season gets back or mm -hmm. when these guys get to play together but it is it is like the last best hope and whatever whatever hope anybody has for the rest of this Lakers season is based on LeBron and AD. So I think it's going to be interesting and exciting and whatever. Look, I don't think there's a lot of hope left, but if there is any, it's because of those two dudes. So seeing them back tonight is, is I think gives, gives everybody a lift. Yeah. I look at it this season's shot. Like, I don't, I don't think anything is happening. Anything is coming out of this uh, season, but I do believe in momentum and I do believe in organizational momentum. And, mm -hmm. and I think, uh, like one thing I would, man, this is going to sound bad. <laughs> Got to find a way to I say did. this. <laughs> For those of you that are not watching this, <laughs> Anthony is like doing the, uh, the eye thing where you look both directions. There's a cartoon yeah. where you like look both directions yeah, and like, your eyes like go yeah. back and forth. <laughs> These trees. He is down bad and trying to find something to say uh, how um, he's going to say this. He is not comfortable with whatever is about to come out of his mouth. I don't think the Lakers are going to make the play in, even with LeBron and AD back. They have to win. Uh, they So basically, the Spurs have two games against Portland. So that means the Lakers yes. have to win this one against uh, New Orleans tonight. 
then they play OKC later in the year. And then both those teams have the same number of like tough games left. Um, maybe the Lakers are able to win one more tough game than the yeah, Spurs. Yeah, by the way, just for, for it is, it is uh, tonight, yeah. it is Blazers, Spurs, and then on two, what is today? Yeah, the it next game is then also Sunday, against. Sunday, Blazers at Spurs, mm -hmm. then at Nuggets, at Timberwolves, Warriors at Mavs. The Spurs schedule is not easy. The Lakers schedule isn't easy either, but the Spurs schedule is not easy with the caveat, the Warriors and like- They also well, the have to win so one the fewer War The T-Wolves, Warriors, and Mavs, the last three games, we don't know how difficult they're going to yeah. be. It depends who's locked in with seeding and who's playing who and all of that. My anticipation is that the Warriors are going to bring Steph back just to get some reps heading into the playoffs. So who so he's supposed those... to be reevaluated today, and I yeah. would expect that. Marcus Thompson uh, from The Athletic, who, who covers the Warriors, a good dude, mm -hmm. he keeps saying, and maybe facetiously, just to like have something to say, he keeps saying, and he's also very, he's close with Steph, wrote yes. the book with mm -hmm. Steph, about Steph. Um, he has been saying for weeks, I don't know that this is like reporting, maybe this is just him supposing that he thinks uh, the Warriors-Lakers game, I think it's on the 7th, uh, is when Steph will come back, but Steph is supposed to be reevaluated today. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Like you're saying, we'll, we'll, we'll see on that front, but I do think that if he is able to come back this year, he is going to get, he is going to have a couple of those reps games and who that, you know, will it be against the Spurs? Will it be against the Lakers? That might maybe, actually maybe perhaps both that might, and by yeah, the way, the Warriors, also, the Warriors, I think finish with the Spurs and Pelicans. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think the Warriors last three games are Lakers, Spurs and Pelicans or Lakers, Pelicans, Spurs. Yeah. So the Lake, uh, the Warriors, depending on if Steph is back, which games he plays, which games he doesn't, if he's back, bring could of them, define the rest of the season. Or if the Warriors <laughs> are locked into three yeah. or four or whatever it is, may have a pretty big impact on what the play-in looks like. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I, the Lakers also have to win one more game than San Antonio does uh, yeah. because they, they do not have the tiebreaker against San Antonio here. So San Antonio can get in with one fewer win. That's going to play a factor here with so many, so few games left. Um, all of this is to say that I don't, I don't think I haven't thought for a while that the Lakers were going to make the play-in. And if they aren't going to make the play-in, if they slip out of it a little bit, or even just in general, it might make them a better team. I would really like to see them swap THT and Russ's roles. THC's playing like 20 minutes a, a game right now. Like they're, 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 you know, Russ, we know that Russ isn't going to be on the team next year. Like get some kind of momentum, slot THT in a more natural role for himself, make him more of a slasher, put the ball in his hands a little bit more than he's had it over the course of the year, especially when LeBron and AD have been healthy and just see if you can get this guy with some momentum to carry out the season. That's the other reason why, like, is I saw, you know, should the Lakers shut AD and LeBron down? That was that was a conversation um, that I myself had earlier, uh, I think last week or something like that. And and same thing, organizational momentum kind of matters here. You right. got to see if 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 they can finish the season strong and and have some momentum here. Um, see what what AD can look like when he's healthy, and and especially if they do kind of siphon off some of Russ's minutes like do can you become a different team and and see what they look like with THT Stanley Johnson Austin Reeves and Wendy Gabriel playing bigger roles like that's the kind of stuff that 
I would focus on more than the wins and losses and getting into a postseason, not just for like the, the standpoint of like, Hey, the, the old guys haven't worked all year. So let's try this other thing with LeBron and AD. And then the other thing too, is like these young guys are the ones who might be able to stick around. Ariza's going to be gone. Dwight's probably going to be gone. Bays is definitely going to be gone. Avery Bradley's probably going to be gone. Um, again, I mentioned Russ earlier, like, those guys are, are are on their way out. The guys who might be able to stick around, Stanley Johnson is technically under team control next year. Yeah. Austin Reeves is. Winning yes. Gabriel might be. So, like, um, Gil- THT is under team control next year. See right. what you have with these guys and, and see if, like, like, when I talk about LeBron AD expectations, can LeBron and AD make those guys fit into roles that are more conducive to success for those guys? So you can figure that out heading into the offseason. Okay, so question. Are you suggesting and I, I think I think there are like intelligent discussions and possibly good ideas in a wide range of different scenarios. But so I'm just so I'm I am I am actually asking the question just for clarification, not because yeah, I want to like dunk on you if I disagree with you. Are you and here comes here comes my Roomba as he's mapping out the entire my entire place. Um, so if you hear a little grumbling in the background, it's my it's my robot back. So it's either it's either Devin the peacock. Yeah, we or... haven't heard Devin today yet. Good point. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So the question is, are you suggesting doing that now? And I'm not saying like, are you suggesting focusing on the development piece now? And look, it may be playing those guys may also like coincide. It might make them a better team. Right. It may coincide with aspirations of trying to get in the play in. But are you saying basically punt on the rest of this season now or waiting until like it's over yeah. with for the play in? No. I mean I-, I know you suspect the Lakers won't make the play in. So maybe yeah. that's coloring some of your your thought process in this. But are you yeah. saying just fuck it like let's go to the youth movement now and see what we have for next year or waiting and like, cause it's part of the like shut LeBron and AD discussion yeah. down too. No, I think it's in the middle. So I think uh, I'm going to do the, the Darius yes and no okay. uh, answer here where um, yes, I'm, I guess I'm punting in the stance that in the sense that like, if you would have told me at the end of the, at the beginning of the year, that I was saying, Hey, bench some of the older guys, see what we have with the younger guys back then I would have defined that as punting. Right. Um, now, however, I do think those, you know, the Austin Reeves of the world, the Stanley Johnson's of the world, those guys do give you a better chance at winning than some of the guys that, that are, have been getting minutes to this point in the season. Like, I'm sorry. I, I don't ever have to see Avery Bradley play basketball ever again. I'm, for especially for the Lakers, if I see him play for the Celtics or if I see him play for like some team I don't like, perfectly fine. But like I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we need Grant to do the jersey swap for Avery Bradley back into the Celtics yeah. jersey from back yeah, <laughs> like when he some, played there. Some other some other for team. Six years, yeah. Same goes for unfortunately. Same goes like we saw Trevor Ariza play uh, last night in Utah, and uh, <laughs> we we saw him start. By the way, yeah. Um, that was uh, an adventure um, that, that again, I get Trevor won, helped win a championship with the Lakers. Yes, Shouts to him on a great career. UCLA guy, all of that LA guy. Right. Um, great career. I don't ever yeah. need to see you play basketball for the Lakers ever again. I'm good here. 
uh, you know, you can go on down the Hold line. On. How many how many of those guys are currently on the Lakers? Guys who like I don't need to see ever play for the Lakers? Yeah, or even yeah. like play at all. Right. So like Ariza, Bradley, Wayne Ellington, um, Bazemore. So there's four. Yeah. Right. If I mean, AD it was comes, DJ, it was it was DJ at the, at the beginning of the year. It was DJ was Rondo to be completely honest. Um, the other one, like the other one, that's going to get a little tricky. I think is either Mello or Dwight. Like one of those guys, I think are going to lose their minutes. I think it's going to be uh, Dwight because AD is going to have to play basically primarily center, and you yes. have Wendy Gabriel if you want to go small and play center. So I think Dwight could probably lose all of his minutes. Could also technically be Mello because he isn't shooting the ball in a way that gives you the advantage that you would hope to gain with him out there. So one of those two guys I could I could add to the list like as a as a five A and a five B. Um, I just I, I I watch look I watch Monk and I watch Reeves and I watch Johnson and I watch Gabriel and and I just see like a give a bleep. I just I enjoy that those guys are still fighting for some semblance of their careers, and and I think that's something that this Lakers team really needs and and has really frankly missed all season. So so yeah, I mean, to yeah, answer your I mean, actual yeah. question, I'm punting in the sense that like if this was my analysis at the beginning of the season, I would have said, oh okay, so the Lakers suck this year and he's just punting. But I'm but I actually think it's it it actually gives them a better chance to win too. I. Oh wait, there's Devin. Um, there he I is. Don't... <laughs> Devin agrees. Yeah, welcome back. Big Wendy um, Gabriel fan. That Devin. Let me see. Back Hold there. on, I'm going to stand up. Let me see if he is unfurled the full tail. <laughs> he's shaking his tail feathers. Let me see if it's at least he's at least pretty to look at. Hold, that's a please. good. That's a good uh, song though. Shake your tail Shake feather. Shake your tail feather. Yeah. 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 Uh, nope. Uh, don't see him. Uh, I just hear him. Uh, I don't uh, see uh, him. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, from Bad Boys Two, bringing it yeah. back to Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. Murphy uh, Lee. I thought Murphy Lee was going to be like a legend. Uh, he was I, not. I was all in on Murphy Lee. He is probably selling out 500 <laughs> seat backyards for like. It's such a weird era of music. For, like, for like 750 bucks. Ja Jagged Edge was like a big deal on back only then. Only that song, by the way. <laughs> Jagged Edge had got, like a crazy the, uh... run. I had the I had the Saint Lunatics album. Like they had, definitely, they had he definitely has the 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 Puff or the Sean Combs or Diddy or Puff Daddy or whatever he was known as back then yeah. backing track when he's yeah. selling out five hundred seat backyards uh, for seven hundred and fifty bucks doing only that song. Yeah, uh, I, I would I would I would pay for one of those five hundred seats. I would do it. I uh, so shout out. Uh, <laughs> Mark Shaw, we call him Mama. Mark Shaw, he is uh, the producer or director. I think he's the producer of, of uh, Lakers broadcast on Spectrum. So he would travel. Uh, we became friends uh, traveling. He would travel with the team. He does. He's in the truck. He, mm -hmm. he He's in charge of the, the Lakers broadcast on Spectrum in the truck. And so a couple summers ago, he... Uh, he hits me and he goes, Hey, do you want to go to this, uh, this party? A buddy of his has a party every summer yeah. in this dude's backyard. It's like a pool party. Uh, they bring a bunch of like tacos and food trucks. And so it was, it's, it was a lot of fun. Uh, sounds like it. You, you, it was, had, it was you got time. my attention to tacos it was a good and time. food trucks. And he goes, he goes, this is where, this is where I'm at in life. <laughs> like party DJ. Okay. Tacos, food trucks. Excuse me. Right. So, but it's, so it's this great house <laughs> in, 
I think it was in, in Beverly Hills somewhere. I don't exactly remember, but, uh, and so this dude has this like lagoon in his backyard. So Mark hits me and he goes, Hey, do you want to come to, uh, to the scene? My boy has this party in his backyard every summer and they get, uh, like an artist, they get a, a music artist to come and perform mm-hmm. for the, for the party. And I'm like, uh, you know, probably goes, Hey, you know, bring a couple girls. <laughs> yeah, look, I've known yeah. for this sort of thing. Right. So <laughs> he says, you know, and whoever you want any like dudes, no, we got enough dudes, but like bring, you know, Oh, so that's bring, why I wasn't invited. Bring, bring some girls. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can do that. But I like tacos and food trucks. If if I get invited, I haven't been invited back, <laughs> strangely enough. But if I do, well, because there was COVID, so maybe they yeah. probably didn't do it. But anyway, it was it was. Uh, I should I'll post video of it on 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 Twitter, so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But the so he's he, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll probably come. You know, I like Shaw. He's good people. Mm-hmm. And he's, apparently, it's like sort of exclusive, and not many people get invited, right? But it's his boy going back in the day, and he was like, I get you. And so he sends me like the flyer for it. Mm-hmm. Too short. So I got to see too short <laughs> in somebody's backyard. I'm like, he definitely paid too short, like five grand and like f- a four first class tickets to fly yeah. him and a couple people to the thing. So I got to see too short, like on in some dude's backyard. So it made me think of, and too short was probably getting five grand or yeah. 7,500. So Murphy Lee's getting getting a maybe a thousand. Maybe. I could launch I could launch a GoFundMe and get Murphy Lee in my backyard. I don't even know if you need a GoFundMe. <laughs> You're about to buy a new house. You out here talking about you got you got new house oh, money on. on Twitter. So I'm not I'm not sure you even need a GoFundMe. You probably have in your pocket what it'll cost to get, to get shake your tail feather performed live in your I am backyard. Married, I am married with child. I have a pacifier in my pocket. That's <laughs> Um, I very specifically have chosen a different life. All right. So let's, uh, let's really quickly. So the last thing we were going to hit on here were the tiers of, of contenders here. Mm -hmm. I want to do only three tiers. Anything after that, like, it's like the MVP quote unquote conversation, right? Right. Where so-and-so should be in the conversation. If they should be in the conversation, they aren't. They're just let it go. Yep. All right. Shout out. Shout out Devin. Yeah. The peacock. I mean the peacock, not the peacock. The peacock. Uh Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, uh All right, so so tier the one peacock whines can... a lot because <laughs> he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's, you can't say that about Devin Booker. Actively looking for one. Yeah. Um, all right, so tier one contenders. For me personally, I have. Wait, can we can we can we label can we label these? Because yeah, I, think, it is. I think the labeling of the tiers is yeah. important. Because all right, of, so what what are you labeling so I tier think one? It is, so I think it is like wouldn't surprise me. If they win okay. the title. So you want to go, you want to escalate it. So we'll start at wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me if they at all. Like I wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all if they win the title. Would surprise tier two. It would surprise me, but I but like, you can kind of see, see how it got. I see, it I could see it. It would surprise me, but you know, mm-hmm. tier three would shock me, but I guess. Okay. And then. And the reason why I think that's important is because I think there are teams that are... If you're about to lump the Lakers in there, Aaron, I'm about to kick you off the show. I think the Lakers are in Tier 3. Oh, my it God. Would, it would shock me if the Lakers won the title. But like, oh, but the reason why this the labeling is important, mm-hmm. right? Do you see a... Look, I think the Nuggets are better than the Lakers. Mm-hmm. 
but I see no path on planet Earth that the Nuggets can win yeah. the title. I mean, they, they, they never got healthy. They're so not no, getting right, 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 right. The Nuggets are not winning the title. Okay. I don't think the Nuggets are even like in the conversation. The Lakers so, are not as good as the Nuggets, but mm-hmm. they have LeBron and Anthony Davis. So it would shock me if the Lakers won the title. But I can see a one in 1,000 chance that the Lakers, because of LeBron and AD, win the title. It would shock right. me. But the Nuggets, I don't, the Nuggets have a zero in 1,000 chance. So I think that's why the, the labeling of the tiers is important. Okay. If you have a one in 1,000 chance, you're not, you're not in the conversation. Like, <laughs> but the Nuggets have a zero in 1,000. Okay, fine. But like the Lakers are technically higher up in the quote-unquote conversation, but they aren't actually a part of the conversation for me. So like, like for me, in, in that tier of like, it would shock me, but okay, you know? So in that tier, I have like Dallas there. Okay. I have Golden State there. Okay. And I have, I have Miami there. Okay. Okay. Those are three teams that like, it would actually shock me if they like golden state hasn't been healthy all year. I'm a little nervous about how much they're relying on young players in, in a playoff setting. Okay. Um, and, and so like, I could kind of see it if you squint. So that's you know, because I, I have the Warriors. I have the Warriors in the second tier. In the I would t- be surprised, right. but not shocked. So, what other teams do you have with the Lakers in that third tier? Then the it would shock me, but maybe. Yeah. Uh Miami. Okay. I just. Which is crazy to say about a one seed. Yeah, but the the reason is because, and we both agree. <laughs> yeah. The 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 and it, the reason is. And in fact, they, they when they were playing the Warriors, uh, and the Warriors didn't play anybody and beat Miami in Miami, and but Jimmy Butler and Spo, Spo. had that blow up. Mm-hmm. There's something. And then Spo like, missed some time. There's something broken there. Yeah. Um. And Tyler Hero is so bad defensively, and they need to play him because they need yeah. half court offense from him. They need his 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 offensive generation, uh, or generating. And he is so bad defensively. He just gets attacked over and over and over yeah. um, off the bounds. And I am worried about them scoring. I just don't think they're going to score enough in the half court, when, mm-hmm. which is the playoffs. Um, and so that's my thing on Miami. Now, here, here's a kind of like a hot take. Mm-hmm. And you probably have them in a group in the first or second group, maybe probably in the second group. I think Memphis. As yeah, good I'm as Memphis, Memphis is, I was. I have them Memphis in a second. Is, it would but... shock me if they won. Yeah. I think there is a path they could win a title, but it would shock me if Memphis wins the title. So like, I'm. I would be more like surprised. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I would be. Right. Surprised. I figured you have them in the second tier. Yes. Yeah. Because like I. Here's my thing about Memphis. I love how little they care about like bona fides. Yeah. I just I love that they just they walk into a gym. And they're gonna beat you, and they're gonna make you look stupid while they do it. Yeah, and and they're and that, they're like they are like twenty eight and they're like a hundred and three yeah. now without jaw. <laughs> Which is I would but love that, but to, that's, but but yeah. that knee injury is but, scary, and yeah. they're not winning in the playoffs without him. Maybe they're not winning in the playoffs without him. I'm not even sure they win a round without him. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. So they, I'm, so my, I Miami, love jaw, the player. I love jaw, the player. I'm not positive about jaw and his impact. Like I, 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 I not saying that, not saying that I don't think he makes a positive impact. I'm saying like, 
I legitimately don't know because it is really weird how good they have been without him. Like if for, for players of his caliber, you don't normally see their teams be as good as they have been without him. So I'm going to put makes I me really like Desmond Bain. Like Desmond Bain is, Desmond is, is, is a fucking is, G. I, I love good. watching him play. Desmond Bain is really good. Yeah. So I don't think to, to some of the other teams you might think would come up that I haven't mentioned yet. I don't think Philly can win a title. So I don't, At they're all. not in, they're not in any of the tiers for me. I don't in think any of the da- tiers. I don't think they're Dallas tier can win. Two. I don't think Dallas can win. A Dallas title. is my third one. See, like, this is crazy. I don't think, you have, you have, I don't think Denver, I don't think Denver, of the Lakers. All, I don't have them ahead. You do. You, te- you technically do. All of those teams are better than the Lakers. Okay. I just, I do not see a world in which, uh, in which Philly, in which Dallas, in which Denver win a title. That is I one don't. way of saying though that like you so you see a world in which the Lakers win a title, but you yeah, don't one, see a one world out of, in which one time out of a thousand, I think the Lakers win a title. The, the one out of fourteen million, right? Where where, <laughs> where the NBA. lottery? They're on Powerball. Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Is it I thought you were no, on Powerball. Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah, whatever. They're um, the same. Yeah, but like I I. I it's crazy to me that you have the Lakers with one in a, a thousand and you have those other teams with zero in a thousand. Zero. The Lakers, the Lakers have been like, they've been mediocre at best when all three of those guys are there. Yep. But the Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis. Okay. But they've been mediocre with LeBron and, and Anthony Davis. You are correct. <laughs> you are absolutely right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. But the Lakers have a puncher's chance that I don't think again, I'm not an insane person, right? The puncher has no arms. It's a, what is that, Monty Python? <laughs> the dude, it's just a flesh wound and he has, he has no limbs What are you going left. to do? Bleed on me? Like... <laughs> uh, is that the meaning? I think that's the meaning of life. Um, so, yeah, no, I just, I, 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 I don't see, maybe Philly, I could get in the I would be shocked, but maybe category. But I don't, Dallas and Denver just... I don't, there just isn't a world that they win a title. I see, I see Dallas. I see Dallas in my, I, I think I, ha, I already have them in my tier three where I'd be shocked, but I was like, all right, they, they had the right matchups along the way. And maybe there's a couple injuries elsewhere in the, in the, in the thing. And they take advantage all of right, that. So and tier, who, Luka who goes tier nuts. two. Let's go tier two. Tier surprise, two. but a surprise, yeah. but I So see I have it. Boston in tier two. Mm-hmm. I have Brooklyn in tier two. Mm-hmm. I have Memphis in tier two, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. So I would add Golden State and remove, uh, wait, say them again. So I have Boston, yeah, Memphis, yeah, and who did who? Am so I add Golden oh, State Philly. and remove Memphis. Add Golden State, remove Memphis, Philly. Mm. Yeah. I think I would be surprised with Golden State. Like, I think if everybody's healthy. I think Golden State would be Ooh. tier one, but Low, one that we haven't mentioned so far, the Clippers. If Kawhi comes back, then they're I don't I don't know what to do with them. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> just we have to set no them aside. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. PG, PG looks good. So, I'm like PG literally look good in his return, but yeah, yeah, who knows with Kawhi. Yeah, I I just you know the nice thing about PG returning now is that he might think that the playoffs are taking place in October. And that's when he plays his best basketball is in October and November. So he might think that it's not May, but it's like, if, you, if there's like a, a decent stretch of gloomy weather in LA, he might think that it's like the fall and he might actually play like the, the fall MVP that he always is. Look, I love <laughs> getting the playoff piece, Lander. I love the pandemic piece. Lander, I love it. 
uh, all right. Golden so, State so, is yeah. so Golden State is so interesting because yeah. we just don't like I the Warriors. I think the Warriors fastball like they're the Warriors at their best is better mm-hmm. than anybody else's. But I have no idea if how much how yeah. we're going to see any of that. And so I'm also, I think I'm, it is so fascinating at Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I agree with you. I think it, I think like it Brooklyn was the team that I forgot on the second. It, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Right. Like I'd be so like, I think, I think tier two is right for Brooklyn. I can see them not making it out of the play-in possibly. Yeah. And I think they probably will lose in the first round. Yeah. But Kevin Durant is so freaking good. <laughs> but <laughs> he's so right? terrifying. I'd be surprised if they won because it, could they keep it together enough? Yeah. And like, are they going to have to play in Toronto? And then Kyrie still can't play. And they yeah. ain't been any good when Kyrie well, that's, plays that's anyway. A, that's an issue with Boston too. Brad Stevens just said on the radio, I guess in Boston that there are yeah, some guys who uh, wouldn't be available if they went. Well, and, and, and they last week, I think Jalen Brown is one of them, and that'd be a huge so loss. I don't know who I I don't know who specifically, but I what I do know is that Jalen and Horford and Jason Tatum didn't go to Toronto uh, for Not their game either. a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Was that because they were just going to sit them out? I don't know. Was it because they are not allowed to travel to the state of Canada? <laughs> Seems like something their better should know status? about, by the way. I don't know. Like, but we're going to find out. It, whoever plays, this is, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. It's going to be, and they, they mentioned this. This is the word I got to get. I don't remember who it was on uh, Hoop Collective with Windhorse and, and uh, I think it was Bobby Marks and. Uh, Momo? No, it was uh, uh, t- uh, Tim Bontemps. Mm. And somebody said, or maybe it was maybe it, maybe it was Bon Temps and McMahon, but somebody said, and I think this is, a, and I'm stealing it from them. I'm trying to give them credit, but I think it was a great way to phrase it. Whoever is playing, because we don't know. I mean, some people have been very vocal about their vaccination mm-hmm. status, but we don't know for a lot of these for a lot for a lot of people. And they said, whoever is going to end up playing Toronto in these series, we're going to get some truth serum. <laughs> because yeah. we're yeah. going to find out, right? You're not going to be allowed to go. Right. And in the playoffs, it's not about... And uh, Toronto's playing decent today. basketball, by the way. Toronto's playing great recently. Yeah, Toronto's <laughs> been really good. Pascal Siakam is, is one of those guys who, like, I was a little nervous about him being guy one on, on, on a team. And I think he's kind of grown into the role a little bit. He's been playing really well lately. Um, all right. So who's tier, tier one? Tier one. Got teams that, if they win, wouldn't surprise me. So I have Milwaukee, and they are they are the number one team for me. Mm-hmm. I have Milwaukee, and I have Phoenix, and that's it. I agree. That's it. That's the, that's the entire. I mean, it would of kind of surprise me because Chris Paul is a generally a catastrophic failure yeah. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it would kind of surprise me, but they have been so good and so dominant all year through various circumstances that they have to be in that tier. This is this was part of my annoyance with the whole conversation that we had last week about Phoenix was like not not I, not that I was annoyed with your and my conversation but like the demanding for flowers. You're a really good team. The reason people aren't giving you flowers right now is because they think you can win and then they will give you flowers. Yeah. But asking for flowers before you do anything 
is asking for a participation trophy. And sorry, man, like it doesn't work that way in pro sports, not in the NBA, not anywhere. If you're, if you're really, really good, like this is my thing with AD. He's really, really good. He's one of the most talented players I have ever seen. And I hold him to that standard. I hold him when he came into the season, he was slow and he didn't have the lift on his shot and all that stuff. He looked a little out of shape. I said, like, look, if you're going to be in that, you're your top 75 player, right? If you, if you're in that category of player, if you want to be in that category of career, then I'm going to hold you to that standard all the time. And like, like with Phoenix, if you want to be, if you want to be in, held in that standard of team where you receive flowers from people for being great, cool. Actually go out and be great. That's all I'm asking. That's fair. Who's yeah. going to win the title as of right now? Who's your pick? Milwaukee. I think, me, I think me, me too. I th- me too. Here's my thing me with, too. here's my, they thing have with no, Milwaukee. I think it's, it's going to be, I, it seems like it's going to be a repeat yeah. finals and Phoenix still doesn't have anybody to deal with Giannis at all. I, I'm telling you right now, dude, like, I don't think Giannis will ever seriously be in like the, in the LeBron, uh, Michael conversation. I don't, I don't, he's on, but, he's on, he's on his way, but yeah, right. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not categorically, uh, declining on that. Like that, that's definitely not going to happen. This so guy of the, of the, of the, which, uh, which side of the court do you think he makes more winning plays on? Yes. <laughs> he is so freaking good yes is the answer. <laughs> of the of all of the uh active guys i think it is like steph kd and Giannis that are like these guys are or could be top 10 guys all time like yeah actually and i think yeah. it's just those three um, yeah, I mean LeBron. LeBron, obviously, I think I, think K- I already one, have KD in my top ten. Like in terms of I, top ten, I like most talented players I've ever seen. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree but, with you. I think, uh, I, uh, I think. To, here, okay, I'll say it like this. And Giannis, all, all three. I think Giannis, all three of those. Guys I might have Giannis ahead of KD. He's right. I think all three of those guys end up top ten. Giannis yeah. is like he, and what we don't remember is he's still like twenty six. Yeah. Right. And he keeps He's adding like, to his game. It's yes. it's so like, it, yes. you know what's you know what's would would legit terrify me if I was a team getting ready to play against Giannis. And and we got to get you out of here. But like the thing that would legit terrify me if I was prepping to play against Giannis, he learned how to shoot free throws. He's not yeah, afraid he of three. getting to the. Well, he also made the three last night that sent it to overtime. Nah, the, the three, the, the three, the three is like you know what? Like he's going to add that to his game event, but. Free throws have a ripple effect across the rest of your game. If you're yeah. reluctant to get to the free throw line, that changes the way that you try to get to the basket. It changes right. the way that you get into the key. But if he's making free throws and he's not afraid to get there, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what you do against. No, this look, guy. if, you, if he's Shaq and he makes me, free throws, if you wanted to tell me, and I don't think he'll get here, but if if you wanted to say, look, man, by the end of this, Giannis may be the best ever, I would go. I mean, I doubt it, but uh, I, I, maybe, yeah. right? Like, maybe. I, I think I think the people who make those decisions and and the people who guide those conversations are a little too myopic to have him in that conversation. I, I you know, like we see it right now, where we're like, bag Twitter is saying, "Oh, well, he doesn't have the hezzy jumper and all these things," okay. and it's like. <laughs> 
there's there's okay. some under, there's there's okay. some underlying stuff going on there. Okay, it's just well, like why, why is why why is he like right there leading the league in scoring? Then it's, yeah, right. So all right, um, that's gonna do it here for this episode of the Hook and this week's episodes here on the Silver Screen Roll Podcast Network. Um, big game tonight for the Lakers as they face off against the Pelicans and continue to try to stay in the play-in or get into the play-in. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna break down some of that next week, I'm sure, and how the Lakers are doing uh, as we get there. Aaron, thank you very much for hopping on. Thank you everybody for listening the way you guys have. Let's finish this season strong. However, the Lakers choose to finish it themselves. We'll talk to you guys next week. Shut up, Devin.